0: Hi everybody, this is Patty Negri. Welcome to The Witching Hour, that magical time of day when you could do almost anything. I've got some really great guests for you today. I have Alex and Marlene, the founders of House of Intuition, an amazing metaphysical and spiritual store, and just getaway in general. So but before I bring on Alex and Marlene, um, let's talk about where's Patty? What are we doing this week? Well, I'm half in town. I'm sort of in town. Um, I'm doing things in town and out of town. The big thing, uh, part of the week, my Tuesday class is not going to be Tuesday because I'm going to be in a secret location with some secret YouTube boys that I know with a T and an F and an I and L, but I can't tell you I would have to kill you but i will be out of town so no class on tuesday we'll figure out when i'm going to teach that but i do have a class on sunday on moon magic but the big news the big news is thursday this thursday live stream patty stanger yes bravo's patty stanger the millionaire matchmaker literally the most famous matchmaker ever, because they're usually not famous, um, who finds love for people all over the world, she and I are doing a special together. It's called Love, Sex, Magic. Patty and Patty. We're bringing you, so tune in. It's going to be on Facebook. It's going to be on YouTube. It's going to be on Paraflix. It's going to be everywhere. We are going to answer your questions. So we're going to advertise that more and more this week as we go. But this Thursday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, learn Everything you need to know about love, magic, spell working from Patty Stanger, the world's most amazing matchmaker, and me. I'm pretty good at magic and spell working and love myself. So that is what I'm doing. I may be in New Orleans this weekend. Our Romania tour is pushing back a little. So I'll talk about all that later. So for right now, come to the Moon Magic class on Sunday. And with, even if you have love already, come Thursday, join us live. It's going to be amazing. We're kind of funny together. That's all I can say. <laughs> um, it's time for the Willow Report. Here she is in her beautiful new witchy scarf from Salem from our friend. Um, so, Valentine's Day, you guys, be really careful because chocolate's not good for dogs. It can hurt them very badly. So, if you buy yourself chocolate, if somebody buys you chocolate, keep it away from. The pooches because it's not good for them. I just want to tell you that Willow's a very bad dog. Willow's a very, 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 very bad dog. She is doing some of her naughty behavior again. I know last week we talked about all the good things she was doing, but that was last week. This week she entirely tore up. I have a rug. It's a really big rug. It takes my office up. It's, I don't know, feet, but it's big. And under it, it has that little rubber thing uh, that keeps your rug from sleeping that From slipping, I was sitting here, right here at my desk, doing some work. All of a sudden, I hear this
1: rip,
0: rip, rip. She had picked up the entire rug and was shredding those big rubber under things. I've never seen anybody with so much passion rip anything. She really looked like she was totally obsessed, totally possessed, totally, totally evil. She's not evil, but I don't know what's going on. I think she's having too many playdates with wild dogs. Um, because she's kind of out of control. So for Valentine's day, we're going to take nice, quiet walks. We're going to do some nice, sweet puppy things. So she remembers that she's a good dog because she's very naughty right now. Right? Willow. But that's pretty much it. It's just, I just wanted to report and what a naughty dog she is. And tell you guys, if you're having chocolate and all those good things for Valentine's day, don't let your dog get it, but they need a Valentine's present too. Maybe a new squeaky toy mmm some bones and biscuits everybody needs a valentine right (laughs) that's it for the willow report she's a naughty girl (laughs) but let's talk about love shall we let's get into some magic love 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 yes. um I just did a friend show, actually Bishop Brian, a Catholic priest, and he talked about love, how we only have like one word for it in the English language, love. And it could be passionate love for your lover. It could be love for your kid. It could be the way you love your dog. It could be the way you love chocolate. And we don't have enough words for it. Other languages have many, many words for it, but we don't. But we do have... A mystery attached to it. A mystery attached to it. So this, today's love we're going to talk about is romantic love because it's Valentine's Day. It's Valentine's Day. So those of you who have somebody that you're with, just crank it up. Crank it up. If you've been together a week, a month, a year, 10 years, 20 years, just remember why you're with them once in a while. Because we all kind of fall into habits and we all kind of fall into ropes. Do something different. Shock yourself. Shock them. Even if your relationship's good, it could be better. If your better great, it could be phenomenal. If it's not so good, just it's Valentine's Week. Crank it up. Do something crazy. You know, open the door naked. You know, eat dinner on the floor. Do something fun. Just cause, cause you're lucky to have somebody and if you don't have somebody. Um, let's look at that. Number one, don't be mad at yourself because you're perfect just as you are. And don't decide that you need to have somebody to make you happy, get happy. And then you have get somebody to share it with you. That is what I teach. That is what Patty teaches in my, my classes, what I do with Merle and my classes at the school, love magic. No one will make you happy. You make you happy. And then you find someone to share it with. And so if those of you who are looking for someone to share it with, romance begets romance, love begets love. Um, look at your life right now. Is there really room for somebody in it? You say you want it, you go on the apps and you hate the apps. So you go out, and you don't go out. Oh, it's COVID. We have every excuse in the world, but no excuse really is good because you could always work around it. So look at, are you really avoiding it? Are you really going out there to get it? So look around where you live. Is there room for love in your home, in your house? Whether you brought them home or not, is your bedroom set up to bring somebody home to? Or is it cluttered and stacked up with stuff and you can't even get to anything? That's not calling in romance. Is your bedroom romantic? Even if it's just for you, romance starts with you. Love yourself and then you can love others. So, Bring that into your life every day, even if you're eating by yourself, even if you're just sitting in front of the TV and you're eating a you know, a lean cuisine dinner. Light a candle. Sit back, step. Have a romantic dinner all by yourself. Maybe turn off the TV for a minute. Turn on some music. Get to know yourself. Love begets love begets love. I see it every single day and people go, no, I really want somebody. But if there's not room in your house, if there's not even room in your car. Guess what? There's not room in your brain. There's not room in your head. And if there's not room in your head, then there's not room in your heart. And you get more and more closed up. So be romantic with yourself. Dress for love, even if you're not going out. But go out, um, make room in your house. Make room. Is there room in your closet for somebody else's clothes? As weird as that sounds, is there room in your bathroom cabinet for somebody else to put their toothbrush? That counts. Is your kitchen something that I, I want to cook somebody dinner, or I want somebody to cook me dinner? I promise you, start doing all of these things. Start thinking love, thinking about yourself with love, and the universe, God, gods, whatever it is that you believe in, will go. Oh. This person's ready for love. Not sitting here complaining in your sweats going, I wish I had love. There's no good guys. There's nobody good in my city. Everybody's gay in my city. Everybody's too old or married in my city. That's not going to bling you somebody. That This is magic at its simplest. Remember, spell working is creation working dispatch. Psychology is it's mind, body, spirit. So bring love into your life. Wear lovey underpants. You know, I'm big on underpants, you guys. What color is love to you? Wear that color of panties in the morning. It's putting on those lower chakras and you're going to be that much more lovey when you go out. Light candles. Bring yourself flowers. Flowers are the highest vibration of flowers. They bring in love. Put on your perfume. Put on your oils. Um, girls, guys, doesn't matter. Love. It's worth it. It's hard. It's not perfect. I mean, I can go into 14 song titles now. Love is all you need. Love makes the world go along. Love is all there is. So you guys, it's Valentine's week. If you don't have somebody to share it with, share it with a friend. Maybe somebody else doesn't. Maybe there's even an elderly person down the street who could, There's person's deceased and gone or they never had it. So make it about love. And if you're looking for somebody, make sure you're looking for somebody that you really have room for them. And if you're with somebody Dang it. Crank it up. Just cause. That's it for today. Thank you for joining The Witching Hour. Let me introduce you to Alex and Marlene, the proprietors and owners of House of Intuition. No, I don't know if all of you know who House of Intuition, but you probably do. They're a conglomerate here in Los Angeles and they're spreading out, but they have a beautiful online business. It's the most magical metaphysical store I have ever seen with their products and their apothecary and their candles and their... everything and now they even have a new book out what I want to ask about so without further ado let me send you straight to them hi Alex hi Marlene
1: thank you so much for coming oh thank you for having us Patty yes thank you Patty it's Marlene you go the whole audience will get to know our voices I always say mine's really loud I talk really super fast Alex is more on the reserve side and talks a little slower and definitely a lot Less. (laughs)
2: <laughs> less. <laughs> she said a lot less.
1: That's
0: true. <laughs> okay. Well, now that we could tell you apart. No, that's cute. So no, and I know you guys have even had different roles. I remember when I first went in and met you years and years ago at your sunset store, the cute little house going up the stairs. And it's like, okay, she makes candles and she does this and she runs. It's like just this, you have this little magical formula from the very beginning.
1: Absolutely. I always say when people say, well, what is, you know, what are your guys's plans? And I always tell people it's like whatever spirit decides they're going to give us a promotion because every year we're not doing the same thing that we did the last year. Like we were literally in the beginning working in the stores, being the cashier. You know, we then moved on to um, making product and packing orders for the online store, doing Mm -hmm. deliveries. You know, we've done it all. So now we get to sit here with you this year on 2022. Mm -hmm. We are new authors to the house. I mean, to Your Intuition Led You Here, the book that just got released on December 28th. And now we get to sit in interviews. So this year is going to be interesting. We've never really been out there in the forefront of the business. So I think it's been now about a good six months of like speaking and talking and meeting people on the other side of the cameras. So it's fairly new to us. We're definitely not experts like you.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, no. I think you're doing great so far. I can tell. I know these things. I'm psychic. (laughs) So I'm glad about your book, your book, your intuition led you here. So it sort of is your story, right? In, in a sense, or it starts out with that. How did this happen? How did this become, how did house of intuition even come into fruition? Get born.
2: Yeah. The book, do you want me to go ahead, Alex? You want me to give me permission to do that? Well, let me, I'll just okay, say before ahead. she gets going, because then I can't really get in anything <laughs> before she gets going. Um, It's it. The story in the book is really like it's a memoir, part memoir, and then also part of what we did as far as like rituals and spells that we did that were that helped us when we were creating the House of Intuition. It all came from there was a lot of devastation, a lot of just really hardships that we went
1: through before House of Intuition even came about. So there's so many questions I have for you, Patty. So, um, but we will will go on our journey just so that the audience could know exactly who Alex and I. Um, Alex and I met in um, 2007. And in that time, it was a very much a very uncertain time like we are now. We weren't going through a pandemic, but we definitely were going through a recession. And at that time, you know, houses were going under, people were losing their jobs. Alex and I were in real estate. I had lost my aunt. I had freshly got out of a relationship that was with someone for nine years that had unfortunate, well, I say fortunately now because my life is so beautiful, but at the time it was definitely devastating and unfortunate. Um, You know, I had found out that she was having an affair with um, my sister, which was super crazy at that time. Um, And, it was, I hit the floor, you know, and I was in a very desperate and just devastation. Um, and then, of course, I meet Alex. So Alex is going through her her turmoil, you know, with real estate going upside down as well. She's... Um, Colombian. She's been here since she was 18 alone. Her family did bring her when she was two. Um, her mom, her dad, and her brother. But then they ended up moving back to their home country. And Alex decided she wanted to stay here um, at 18. I believe she she likes to say it was because you know she she didn't have any friends in Colombia. But I know it was all because she was gay and she didn't want to tell her family she was gay. And she just wanted to be out here and partying and, and live her her life. Not
2: that it was a big secret because it was kind of pretty obvious, but it was something that was really never spoken about. Like it was just, you know, it was a long time ago that wasn't cool. You know, it wasn't like people were afraid to come out and I was one of those people. So, you know, I didn't, I was afraid of rejection from my family, um, which was an absolute like unreal fear, but it's still a fear. Um, So I just it was for me, it was like an opportunity for me to just live my life, my true, you know, life without having to explain anything to
1: anybody. So, right. So then Alex and I um, meet and in this whole time, Alex had already dabbled into um, the esoteric arts, you know, she was already because at 18, being that, I, I mean, I'll speak for her because I know her story already. We've been together now going on 15 years. Wow. Um, yeah, it's crazy. And the House of time I, the other day, I, I totally said 12 years because House of Intuitions going on their 12th year anniversary. Mm-hmm. So I always seem to think that that's when our life began. But she's like, correction, we've been together for 15. Like, oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. Um, so Alex and I, just like she was doing the magical arts. And I had been brought up Catholic. And then dabbled a little bit into Christianity, trying to find myself. I remember being a little girl, always trying to talk to the dead. You know, I remember, you know, burning candles on my little Barbie case. And I was like, oh, the spirits are going to come out. And my mom and my dad will be like, don't do that. What are you doing? You know, and or splashing water on the mirror going, bloody Mary, bloody Mary. You know, I remember doing all those things. And my family really wasn't open to it. So. I, I suppressed it, obviously, but when Alex came in, she was burning candles and I had already had that fear instilled in me to say that, like, no, I'm not supposed to be doing those things, but she was pretty hot and cute, right? So I was like, <laughs> all right, you know, I, I could take it in for a little bit. Like, I'll just kind of stand, you know, six feet away. <laughs> um, but as I saw her doing these, uh, th- these prayers and praying to the moon and all of those things, because for her being here since she was 18, she didn't have family. She only had her spirits and her ancestors that she talked to. And that comforted her um, that she, you know, built this temple in her home. So when we met, she had already had this, this practice going. And I saw things were actually coming to fruition and she wasn't a bad person. So Obviously, with me feeling, I always tell people in the beginning, you know, I didn't know what this was, and I was very conditioned to think that religion was all I can do. I can't do anything outside of religion, because then I would, one, be going against the church, and two, you know, opening up portals to myself that was going to bring in some demons. So for Alex to be sharing this and me to be so vulnerable in a state where things were falling apart, I was obviously a little bit more open to the idea. Mm -hmm. So I was like, Oh, like, you know, I can still pray to God, but wow, like you're really making this happen. So then I started working with her. And I just
2: want to say with, with regard to that, my, my spiritual journey really started because I didn't feel like fulfilled at the church. Like I grew up Catholic, you know, my, my mother was very religious. And so, but it just felt it didn't, I didn't complete me. And, and I felt like there was more out there that there was, you know, so many more things that I could be experiencing. And I started to learn about different practices and different things. And then I started pulling things that I liked things that I didn't like
1: opened you up college.
2: Yeah. I went, I went, yeah, I went to college. I was a sociology major. So that gave me the opportunity to study about different religions, different practices. And so I started like really opening up to that. And I never like, for me, it was always like, this is just weird. Like, why do I have to sit in a a little cubby with this man and get telling my sins? Like, why can't I just have my own connection with God? Like, And and I'm sure there's people out there that might feel the same way. Like they may connect with some things of their religion or whatever they grew up with, but maybe not everything. And so for me, it was like, I'm going to like, just start building my own little arsenal of things that feel right for me. And so Mm -hmm. that's what I did. And that's
1: what I brought when I came, when when we met. Yeah. And for religion, like I, with working with Alex, I knew at the very, very first moment that I was never going to chuck my religious faith. I was going to keep it with me because that just feels like my foundation. Like I already have a connection with God. I have connection with the saints and um, the Virgin Mary, and I know all of my prayers. So I wasn't going to just release that. However, I was definitely open to other things. And so we would practice like candle burning. And during this time, again, I was in a very depressed state, right? Because I had lost my aunt, my relationship, my sister, my family, everything. And then Alex comes along. So now we're doing magic and I don't want to go back to actually working for someone because I'd have been an entrepreneur for so many years that I, I had to do the hustle. So we had yard sales for about two years, um, to pay our mortgage. Um, we let a lot of real estate go and then, and all the details, all the gory details, guys, all the like novella and drama is in the book (laughs) because I'm going to chop it all up. But, um, we would go to tarot readings and, one time we went to a tarot reader and the first tarot reader that I went to was not when I, right before I met Alex. Um, and again, I would have never went to a tarot reader had I not been vulnerable. And um, someone came to me and said, you should have a tarot reading. And I was like, why? Like, why would I want to bring the devil into my life when I'm so messed up? Right? Like that's not, I don't think that's a good idea. And she's like, no, maybe you can talk to my mom. Cause my aunt Ruthie had passed away and this is her daughter coming to me. So She's like, you know, like maybe they can talk to my mom for you because everybody thinks that I'm devastated for my mom, my aunt's death, but nobody knew on the side what would happen to my relationship because I was embarrassed, I was ashamed, and I didn't know mm-hmm. how to say it. So, And also my ego was super huge. So I was like, oh, no, I want everybody to think my life is so perfect, you know? So I went to my first tarot reading, and I will tell you, like – I was very just like every newbie that came into my and comes into our store in the beginning. I, I I I can totally relate with them because I came in with my arms crossed and my legs crossed. I'm like I'm not gonna let them into my energy field, you know. And I'm gonna I want them to tell me what my dead grandma's name is, you know, like a test for spirit, right? And uh, now I know better, but. Then I was like totally guarded and I waited. And of course, spirit knows that man, spirit knows how to get to you, right? So the minute she started to shuffle those cards and she said, she goes, there's a woman coming in on a cloud. And I was like, what? Like, and of course, spirit had to give me a little bit of shocking news. Maybe they're not going to drop the name um, of my aunt. However, definitely described her. Described that she was coming in with a black dog, which I had lost my Rottweiler just a few weeks after my aunt died. So I'm like, okay, that's my dog. And then just goes on to my life and starts laying it out, like everything that I was going through. And I'm like, okay, how do you know that information? So now I'm curious. Now she's got me in. Now my arms are not crossed. My legs aren't crossed. And I'm all in. My head's all up in her face. Like what else you got for me, you know? And I was, it was like, Western medicine, all they were doing was giving me medication, keeping me in bed because I was hallucinating already on all of those drugs that they were giving me for the depression I was in. But This tarot reader, like she was such an angel and she told me things that just saw, I just saw the little light at the end of the tunnel. And that is all I needed to know that something out there has me, something out there is like this world isn't all I'm living for. And um, although my faith was strong in God, you still kind of you know when you're when you're everything's falling apart, you still have questions a little bit. you still question that. And my faith was getting a little, you know, pulled. And so that tarot reader really, I felt saved my life. So then I meet Alex and she's all into tarot. Like she's already into that stuff. So then we're like hooked. Right. So now we're together again. I mean, I kind of go back and forth, guys. You're just going to have to follow. I told you, I talk really hard. Um, You're good. You got it. You got it. Okay. Okay, Good. Um, So now Alex, you know, she's doing tarot readings. And again, we're having yard sales now. This is two. now I'm bringing you back to Two thousand nine, about the year two thousand nine, and we're having yard sales for the past two years, two thousand seven to two thousand nine. And during this time, the hustle was really hard. You know, we are entrepreneurs at heart, and we will be able to put food on the table and the roof over our head. However, it's not fulfilling. You know, we we were in deep prayer. And we would always talk about the spiritual detox center, not knowing what manifestation was. I had no idea the word of manifesting. I didn't know that you can put something out in the universe and something actually happened or yeah. by a thought, by, by our, our voice, or you know, like putting it out there by our words. I had no idea. I'm a complete newbie, okay? Fresh out of <laughs> religion, should I say. Um, so I'm coming out of the closet again, right? Um, if you guys don't know, I'm gay. (laughs) Uh, So, so now Alex is like, ah, like what if we have like the spiritual detox center, you know, we can help others and we can show people that tail reading isn't as bad as what maybe we were told because it wasn't anything I had experienced. It was more of what I was told is what created my fear. So we wanted to change that stereotype and we would just talk about it. We, I call it, you know, the pillow talk, the lottery ticket. If we won lottery, because we would be scratching lottery tickets, that was our date night, you know, that we were going to be millionaires by lottery ticket. <laughs> I was like, ah! um, and we would just talk about like what we would buy, what we would create, what we would do. And the biggest one was a detox center. And so now we would do this over the year. And then we went to a tarot reading. And the, and the woman, again, told us, like, I was at the point of my end of, like, the hustle. And I was like, we need something more stable. And so we went to a tarot reader and we're like, hey, like, you know, I want to see where my career is going. Like, what, like, what's happening? And she said, you know, you guys are going to be fine. However, I see that new business here for you. And I'm like, what? You know, and I already know. Okay, like I said, what? Like I'm, like I'm confused, but I'm not. I really know what it is, <laughs> and and I'm scared to ask because now, for me, um, and I can speak for Alex on this too, is that when I go to a tarot reader now, being you know, I can say I'm seasoned at this point because it's no longer like a you know entertainment thing for me. It's not like something I'm trying to test um, a reader over. I now am 100 percent in belief that she is a messenger, that there are messages coming from a world that is not this. So I don't go knocking on heaven's door and I don't go pulling my spirits down or my aunt Ruthie to ask her a question if I'm not ready to act upon it. So I know that I have to be accountable for what I'm about to hear. And so I look over to Alex and I'm like, do you think I should ask? And she's like, Yes, and I'm like, oh gosh, okay, here it goes. So I said, you know, we want to have a spiritual detox center. Now this is 2010. Okay, this is still the market is still crashed. Nobody's opening up businesses. People are closing them. And the reader's like, and the way she looked at me, she had never looked at me like that before. And I will tell you, I got chills. Now, now I know that that's kind of like my marker, like my um, my spirit giving me confirmation. Had I, I, and back then I didn't know what that was. I just thought it was fear when your hair stands up on your, on your arms or you get chills. I thought that was just like, oh my God, I'm totally scared, you know, but it's not, it's actually for me now, I know that it's spirit saying, Marlene, yes, it's right. It's, you got it, you know, so it's part of my intuition and me, my confirmation and validation. So the reader's like, absolutely. And when she said that, bam, the, the, my crown of my head, which I didn't even know what a crown was back then either, but the, it like hit the top of my head and the chills went down my back and down my arms. And I was like, oh. I was like, this is, this is it. And I just, of course, just started bawling. And more details are in the book, guys. But basically five days later after that reading, we found the little house up on the hill um, in Echo Park. Um, And Echo Park wasn't even a thing. Okay, it was all about Silver Lake at the time. Echo Park was dead zone. It was no business. It was in a hip place. Um, Now it's completely uh, what they call is gentrified. Um, (laughs) Right. People all all say it's gentrified, Um, but it definitely has changed. So going back from 2010 to now, guys, we have. Um, Ten locations, um, one being in Miami, we opened up our first one in Florida out of state um, four months before the pandemic hit, which was so crazy. Um, And now we have nine in California, which seven of them are throughout Los Angeles. um, And two of them are one of them's in Belmont Shores and the other one's in Costa Mesa. And we have our online store. So I do have to say, whoever's listening out there, you know, if you've ever thought about a tarot reading, if you ever like questioned or, you know, had the the inclination or kind of curious thoughts of wanting to try it, I say learn from your own experiences. Don't let fear of others come into play on your own path, because um, that is a way that we are conditioned to think. Um, And it's it's really disempowering. You know, we have to be accountable for our for as a readie to listen to what the messenger is saying, because all they are is messengers. And I'm going to tell you, I've had many readings and not everything, you know, hit right then and there and chills down my back. Um, Not everything came to fruition. And it's probably because I changed courses. It had nothing to do with the reader. It has to do with my free will. And we all have the power to be able to change direction.
0: Yes, 100%. And I always start out that we have free will, you know, mm-hmm. and, and any reader who just doesn't quite get that, it's like, hmm, you're taking away their power. So it's about empowerment. I yeah. love that. And Absolutely. again, 10 stores, what you guys have done in, this short time, as compared to again, most spiritual centers, metaphysical stores, mm-hmm. they're not the business people that you guys are. I know stores that started at the same time you guys start, and they still have one store. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a lovely store, but you guys, I think. I, obviously it's the love you put into it. And then your products. Yes. With the readers, you have really good readers that you're doing, but you I, everybody who wants incense or needs resins or needs candles. I just, I send them to you because you just know they're going to be top quality and
1: not skimped on in any way. Um, Which is super crazy. We, pride in, in we that, never, for and sure. When we opened up the house, we never wanted product you know, it wasn't a store.
2: And we didn't set out to have 10 stores. We thought it was going to be, we were going to be the one little store with the porch. You've been there. There's a little porch in the front. Mm -hmm. Her and I were going to sit there and greet our regulars and just can, you know, that, that was, that was our vision. We never set out to, to, to be what we are today. It just, we, you know, spirit had another plan for us and we just kind of listen and and I feel sometimes like we're like little pawns, like we're sometimes I, I'm just doing without really thinking and it just becomes this other, you know, thing. So yeah,
1: when we didn't want in any stores, we really wanted to, again, change the stereotype of psychic or tarot readers, right? Because I felt so deeply touched by how, again, I felt like they pulled me out of that rabbit hole that I couldn't get out for myself. So I wanted to be of service in that way. However, I did notice throughout the years, Patty, um, that us humans are the worst species there possibly can be. We are <laughs> not the nicest people to each other. Um, we are very judgmental. We um, want to place everybody in our own boxes. You know, we have a lot of opinions about a lot of things. And so when readers started to, you know, the, the, I was watching and I was seeing that we were actually starting to disempower people because now the people were leaning more towards on readings, right? They weren't learning for themselves and I would make candles for them because again, remember I told you that in the beginning, Alex was making candles and stuff and I had learned that it worked for me. So I would gift my candles in the beginning for the first like, you know, year that, that house of intuition was about and I would give them to my clients. I'm like, can I make you a candle? I would always ask. And they're like, yeah, sure. And I was like, okay, here you go. And then they would come back and they would look for me. And if I wasn't there, they would leave. And then they would come like come back. And I'm like, oh, spirit was like, mm-mm-m-m. Mm-mm. This is exactly what I felt disempowered before I opened up the house of intuition. I would go into botanicas and I would go into these places and I was a victim of, I can't even say victim because it was totally my choice. However, because I always knew it wasn't right, but I did it anyways. um, that, you know, they would be like, oh, I can make you a candle and it's gonna cost you twelve hundred dollars. And my desperation of wanting my things to change, I went and, you know, pulled all the money together and pay this. An enormous amount for nothing to happen. And then I was angry at the person and not really, really take doing the work myself. And so then I felt like I was falling into that. I was falling into that category of like, I'm not teaching anybody. Like, if I fly off the face of the earth, these people are not going to know how to do their own candles. So we need to teach. And that's where the product came in. That's why all of our product is basically giving you like a step from one to 10, and we're only going to take you to five. Same thing with my book. You know, the, I mean, our book—the um—your intuition led you here. A lot of the rituals, and I wanted. This is what I wanted to talk to This is why I'm so excited to talk to you because we don't have mentors, okay? We only like try to mentor ourselves. We don't have we like each other. yeah, we don't have gurus, and you know, we're not initiated into anything, or we're not like having you know these huge teachers guiding us or anything like this in the past 12 years. So I'm super excited to like pick your brain a little bit on these topics that I have questions about. Um, Take away. <laughs> okay, awesome. So a lot of times I get, um, you know, with magic, um, mm-hmm. I'm seeing that for Alex and I and for me, um, we kind of built our own magical practice. Right. We weren't taught by like a generation of like, you know, six generations going down with these magic old spells of the 1700s or whatever. Like we don't have that kind of arsenal. What we've built is kind of based off of reading and, and doing ourselves and then feeling if it's right. And if it's not, we would change recipes, not according to what a recipe book said, but more of like what I was being guided to do. Yes. And then if it worked, I was like, that was, that was going to be part of my little recipe book. And if it didn't work, I wouldn't necessarily chuck it I would try it again later. Like it was just something that I I I worked with and I, I and I wanted to see where that came, just like a chef in the kitchen that wanted to learn how to cook. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times I get people that are like, you know, you can't teach this, you know. And I'm like, well, if we're not, if we're not gonna teach people, like how are we gonna share? How are how I'm going to give you a prime example. We have a freezer spell up on our, on our Instagram, mm-hmm. you know, that just got launched yesterday. Yep. And I want to know what your thoughts are on this because they're like, you can't teach that. I'm like, you're you're going to hurt people by teaching them this. And I'm like, well, this isn't about ill intention. I'm not asking anybody to put somebody in the freezer just because they want to put them in there because they don't they want to just like make their life complete hell. Like that's not what I wanted. I, I that's not what we're saying here. We're saying if you want to stop people from talking about you, a certain person from putting that negative energy on you, that you're you're able to freeze that moment and just kind of like put that on ice. We're not telling you to go and put something you know that is ill intent on somebody you're you're protecting your energy field not you know wishing harm on others and so i want to know what your thoughts are on that like how are newbies gonna learn
0: That's 100% right. And why would you not teach people that? It's defensive. I don't do any dark magic. I don't do manipulative. And I teach people freezer spells all the time. I, 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 you, why would you not? If there's somebody's being bombarded and they're being attacked, I'm very careful. And I know you guys, yours is beautiful. I saw it. It's like you're not sending them bad energy because what you put out, you, what you, put out, you get back. We know that. Whether you call that karma, the law of three, whatever. What you put out, you get back. So why put out hexes and negative? Put out love and that's what you get back. And I've done miraculous things, all come positive. But if somebody is attacking you, I just say, be very, very clear that you're just saying this person cannot hurt me, my family, my work. You're not putting anything out to them. You're just, you're freezing them out from hurting you and your world.
1: Yes. And, then, yes. and also I'm, I'm, I think but you're plastic. in more of a vulnerable state when you're having somebody else do a spell for you because you don't know what their intention is and you're already giving them permission to do that. So energetically you're tied to that logically is what my head tells me. It's like, what are you going to do for me? Like, what if you go do something that I just co-signed for? You yeah. know what I mean? Like- I don't have,
0: I do not do spells for, I am an, I, I really am an amazing spellcaster, but I don't do them for anybody. We do them together because, okay, you want to, yes. <laughs> the dumb things I've done, like you want to get on MasterChef. You want to get on America's Got Talent. You want to do these things. It's LA. It's like, okay, I will never have the passion that, You have to do this. I will show you the workings. I will show you the herbs, the oils, the chants, the songs, how to put the intention in. But I need your passion and your your breath. Your breath is your neuma. You need your breath, your moisture and your breath, which is your free will. I need you putting that in intention into that candle working. I do not ever do. It's like, nope. we're doing it together. I don't care if we're sitting on Zoom on opposite sides of the planet. mm -hmm, I'm not going to go do it for you. Uh, I mean, unless somebody's in a coma and you're doing whatever. But no, because
1: no one will have the passion of you uh, of to do it so disempowering it's yes. like you just gave that person your power to like be like you can't do that for yourself and yeah. that just you know it, it maybe it was the old ways you know that people, um, are used to doing, but I do know that we do get like a lot of backlash and you, I know, you know, a lot, you've been in this world for so long and we're newbies. I mean, even though it's been 12 years, we still, again, we're learning. Have, yeah. We're still, we're still learning. learning. We're and so- all still learning. I've been it for decades and
0: decades and decades and still learn every day. But see, the thing is what you are, de- it's the word intuition. I heard there's a fabulous shop. It's intuition. We got that taught out of us in our modern Western non-mystical society. They made it all about just logic. One plus one equals two, this and this, that logical left brain, which is not our spiritual brain. That is not where we're going to talk to spirits. We're not, we're going to know what's going to happen on Tuesday. So that got negated to us. So it's going back. I tell people, it's like, you do know right from wrong. You do know that this is a good thing to do. This isn't a good thing. If you don't, don't go into this world, but we really do. I mean, yes, there are some weird cases, serial killers and all those yeah. people, but go back into that intuition, that sense of integrity, virtue, ethics, moral code, You know, not morality, who does what? that moral code. And you take that into your working and you can't do anything wrong. You can't. It is your intention. And again, mm-hmm. you can get everything you need and want by putting
1: out the positive energy, because that's what you get back. So exactly. It's- and the whole, like this, this is the thing that um I, always want to like question for myself is like, again, I I just love your wisdom. So I, I I, trust me, I was so excited to get you on. I was like, I want to just pick her brain so bad. Mm -hmm. Um, sorry, audience. (laughs) I'm going to take my moment, um, with Patty. (laughs) But another thing is, is like, what do you believe in as far as like the, you need to be initiated into some kind of a practice in order for you to do certain spells? Like, That again, feels very boxed in the religion that I just left is now trying to put me in a spell box, you know, and that doesn't feel good either. So, you know, this, these things intuitively, I'm thinking, how is that even the case when there's like some people around the world that would never have the opportunity to have the initiation being able to be performed yeah. so you're telling me they could never do magic like that's, how does that work it doesn't it doesn't work that's exactly what
0: you're saying that's people trying to control you again whether if you think you're all new age or you're all old school whatever you're not <laughs> because you're not you're just, You just nobody could tell you what to do but you yeah. again we just have this thing and I was going to say the man, but it isn't the man. It could be women too, of course, want to control us and tell you what to do. You don't want that taking away that free will, just like if you'd study into religion, even Catholicism and Christianity, they started, oh, let's take out reincarnation. Let's take out this because then we can't control you. Um, So as soon as no matter how spiritual your circle is or witchy circle or non-witchy or new age or crystals, as soon as somebody's like, I am the way and this is it, run just yes. run yes. you I- initiate your dang self yes you could get into a group there's covens there's year and a day yeah. initiations but that's your spiritual practice there yeah. is a difference your spiritual practice i mean they they cross over Like mm-hmm. somebody can go i'm a witch a witch could mean i'm wiccan or i'm i'm Thule- i'm thalemic or i'm i'm a chaos magician i'm traditional british craft i work in earth system instead of an elemental system mm-hmm. but, uh, I, that's what a witch means to me i have the eight sabbaths i worship the goddess, or to be, I'm a witch means I do magic. I take fate into my own hands. I am willing to see the natural progression of just things run downhill. Things take its easiest path and go, nope, I'm moving it. I'm building a road. I'm going up. And that's what it is to do magic, to take your life into your old hands. It's not being a victim. And you do something not because anybody tells you to, it's because you feel right or wrong. Yes, you listen to people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like what Marlene said. That yeah, that's, that's true to me. Learn. But that's you find truth. your own truths. Yes. And so
2: that's how you learn. You seek within, but you also listen to other people's stories and whatever resonates great and what doesn't doesn't. Yeah, that there's nothing more powerful than your own intuition.
0: Nothing. Right. Because all this stuff, all that we're doing, all which you guys teach, your products, what I teach, what I pro- is, is so we can navigate life, this life yes. and the next. It's a yes. roadmap. I'm so you want to bring this up. It's though, a roadmap. It's, it's, it could put different templates on top. If you want a typical Judeo Christian or Catholic roadmap, great. If that's not good for you, want to be real new agey, great. If you want to be, I'm with, great it's how you navigate because it's the energy and the energy is the same everywhere yes the words are changed yes the names are changed but if yes. you take it to that basic truth it's the spiritual laws it's a, it's the laws it's science their science and
1: spirituality mm-hmm. are
0: crashing together with That's quantum exactly. It's
1: it's 100 so yes. and i'm glad that you brought up like reincarnation and um and, you know, coming back and in this lifetime, like this lifetime, you know, I chose not to be in um some particular craft, you know, that's gonna box me in, or even a religion. But there might be a time that I was like full on Catholic and I would have never left the church and I didn't dabble into any of these things in my past life. So I I do feel that like like in my whole spirit and my whole being that we have all these different walks of life, right? Because certain things so connect with me. So another topic of this is, you know how like um, some people like burn sage and some people don't. So now you have this tug, like you're not um, indigenous, you're not supposed to be burning sage, but I'm like, but wait a minute, like, what if, cause I have an Indian spirit that um, your little dolls, you have <laughs> your, your spirits that you see you yep. back there. I have an Indian spirit that I have on my altar that I'm very connected to. And I also have an African spirit that I'm very connected to. And when I feel like the drumming and the, like I feel, I could feel it in my soul and my spirit. And I know that I had walked this life many times and I feel connected to these certain cultures but now I'm Mexican. So <laughs> I'm like, so what am I supposed to do? Can I never burn sage in this life that I walk in this, this time in my being, but I have spirits behind me that use these tools. So I don't understand how like certain cultures hold certain, like they own certain things here on earth and, I don't get it. I maybe it, I'm just an Aquarius and I just have a fever no. and I'm just like woo woo woo. I'm no. I'm with you. I'm with you 100%. And that's just that
0: we we humans like you said we're 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 mean sometimes and we it's all so those weird. things that humans we have this thing that I'm right in my truth we have this we just that's a, we have a little flaw in us. Look at war. Look at we we are amazing beings. I love humans because We do. We are divine creatures and we have free will. Oh, my God. We get to create our lives. We are amazing, but we are screwed up. We are screwed up. (laughs) But who is anybody? I feel like this is our school and and these are our lessons. And I will never say the truth is. I may say my truth or my experiences are because your truth may be different. Like if we say how to get to my house to get to your house. Why is there just one way to do it? You could walk. You could take a bike. You could take a car. You could fly. You could. You, who's uh-huh. this? Is the only way to get from my house to your house? No, there's lots of way. You figure out what your way to get there. That's it. Is, it. It's, right it's, now it's so now. simple, and people overcomplicate who gets to do what to who. I I can't even. I'm a witch. I'm a pagan. I'm I'm far beyond Wiccan. I'm far. I'm not. I take from everybody, including Jewish and Catholic and Buddhist and Ooh. Tibetan. Love, I yeah. because it's it's a it's a big beautiful melting pot which we are yeah. in this dang country so if this is the magic that feels right to me it's again i've written my roadmap it's a colorful roadmap that's it
1: mm-hmm. yeah and
0: it and it changes too you know it's like
1: it, it's like it okay this be, isn't working we, yeah no, as it, we evolve yeah absolutely and we kind of like it, it almost feels like a like you know Alex likes to call it an arsenal of tools. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, and, and we we can pick as we choose in the times of our life that we need them. So exactly. there's a time when I needed, like, you know, we just recently lost my mother-in-law, which is Alex's mom, and mm. I felt, and she was really connected to Catholic Church. So we've been very strong into our Catholic belief, but doesn't mean I just chucked all my magic away. It just means at this time. To connect to her because she was so in the religion that walking into a church is where we find our healing. And so, but does not mean I no longer am a witch or like magic or, no, you know, not at it's, all. it's just right now in this particular time in my life, I'm doing this.
0: Yeah and i that's the flow again that it's it's first you know being true to yourself and again your heart your truth your deity however it is and that's going to change and and again, plus learning to, it's, I call it speak to your audience. Like if you're, t- if you're in a group of heavy Catholics, you're not going to get too many worthy words. You say your same truth, right. you, you, but it's it's you, the, the fact, the one I was is like, if, if you're teaching sex to, to grade school kids, you're going to teach it one way. If you're teaching it to horny teenagers, another way to med <laughs> students, another way it's the same truth. Right. But again, so it's speaking your truth and, and it doesn't have to negate anything and, and it doesn't.
1: Wow. It's, Thank it's... you so much. Like yeah. I've and you have never talked so like about these things that just to me and Alex. But... So like I said, I just I'm so grateful for you and for you bring us on here.
0: And again, I too, the more I read from your book and how your whole philosophy, why you do what you do, you guys check out, just go to their website, read about the book, read about the story. It's about empowerment because that's my whole I don't care what you want to call your deity name, source God, aliens, Jesus, whatever. <laughs> but I, yeah. but don't give, I don't want you to give away your power. It's not what I want. Cause we, right. everybody gives away their power to yeah. other people all the time, to limiting belief systems all the time, to religions. Yeah. that want to rule you versus find your truth. It's just like, just take your power back. If you don't have it, who or what have you given it to? And that's what you guys are about. That is what your products are about. Again, your candles and your candles all come very magical
1: and your products and everything. So it's putting the,
0: Everything the power back in it. your hand. Yes, yeah. absolutely.
1: Everything that we do with our products definitely is intention. And we do set a lot of prayer. You know, I don't just, we don't just put our product. Alex and I are the creators of all of our recipes and so forth. And we put it on our altar. It usually stays anywhere from like, it could be there for three to like, well, some things stay on there for like a couple of years. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you <laughs> because it just doesn't feel like it's ready to be yeah. put into the universe. So until we feel it's right or some of them don't even ever make it you know, we just, we have to, we still do all of our product here in our house. Can you believe that? Like, isn't our, that
0: awesome? It's I so love
1: crazy. That. We still make all of our product in-house for all, the, I say 11 stores because the online store is like a full on store. Um, but it is about that. We don't want to lose that. You know, we don't want to go mass produced and that's going to dilute their magic. And, I just love putting my hands in mother earth and like feeling her and just making those incense ourselves. Like it just, it does something, you know, right. and, it's and, energy. and it shows people know that's why they flock to you. And that's why you have this many
0: stores. I do. I could walk into an, another shop or a store or a regular store and you feel like, well, it's the right color and it says the right things, but there's no magic here. Your mm-hmm. stuff all has magic.
1: It's oh, every much.
0: inch of it. So, oh my God, I have thing I want to ask you too. But yes. like, no, we're still okay on time. We're still okay. I forgot we started a little late. We're good. I'm like, oh no, I don't want to make him leave yet. Oh, <laughs> I'm
1: so sorry. I'm just, like I said, I could just talk to you for hours.
0: <laughs> no, we can. We, we can. That's what we do. This is what, this is, this is just that we chat about such things. Um, so are you saying again, and how is COVID not in itself? It's such a weird time now and people are. <laughs> Yes, like I'm going. I need more. I need, like, the world is scary. And just like in 2008, that's when I came out of all my closets, too. It's like, Mm because I was so corporate in my production company, it's like, screw it. I'm doing reality (laughs) television, talking to dead people, and they have to know it. Um, But with COVID, again, all this uncertainty has made people go, oh my gosh, I need to know there's something
1: more. I need to know there's something more. I feel it's totally divine intervention. Yes. hundred percent. Wake up, wake Wake up. up. Like, okay, I'm going to take all your churches down. I'm going to close all their doors. I'm going to remove you from all, you know, everybody. Now you're just by yourself in your home with just your family. So where, you know, and I'm going to take all your jobs away. I'm going to take, I'm going to shoot. We had all our doors for nine stores shut down. Like that was a scary time, right? We didn't, we didn't know what was happening, but let me tell you you how to dig deep down inside. We were all in prayer. So the whole world felt like it was in prayer. Right? It was like, what's going to happen? Like we are in such a beautiful time to be able to experience so much, even pre pandemic. Look at what was happening pre pandemic. Like It was all about like recycle like we couldn't even have a regular plastic straw like we had to buy plastic bags at the market like we were so opening to consciousness on a higher Mm -hmm. level like we were talking to mother earth everybody was giving mother earth she was already all pissed off at us anyways but nonetheless (laughs) we were trying to do a correction right a lot of us were like even the younger generation that people want to like say they're entitled they're just little brats <laughs> you know i happen to think they're just our big teachers they're the new world like they are so connected to earth and their power that we don't understand it in this no. generation, right we just don't understand them because they're tapped in they're already using crystals they're talking they're creating their own magic they're like i don't need to work nine to five mom i got this and i'm like what do you mean
2: <laughs> you know <laughs>
1: So, it's yeah, cool. it's, know, it's, different.
0: it's different. It is different. It, they are different. And I, I work with uh, so many young people, both in media and whatever. I, you know, I was working with my 40 year olds and I'm working with my 20 year olds. Now I'm working with my teens with Awesomeness TV. Now I'm working with 14 year. olds. They're magic because, again, so they, ha, they get all our training and all our it's not our parents world The black and white, right and wrong. Yes and no. Right, solid yeah. ground. No solid <laughs> ground. We're moving at the age of Aquarius. There's no solid ground. No, no, we have to dance. We have to dance. We have to go outside of that what it was and 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 you are different
1: they are beautiful so yay so So covet i think is is here to definitely shake us up and and change the world that we once knew which is a good thing i mean and we had a lot of death but as you know through all every darkness there will be light yeah so there's a lesson there's something that needed to happen we did lose a lot of beautiful angels here on on the planet. However, I think they had a lot more work that they needed to do up in the heavens that are now helping us here in this world. I think so too. I always say a lot of people are choosing to leave right now. (laughs) And That will
0: offend people and make people mad. No, No. my boyfriend, husband, whatever, didn't choose. But again, energetically. and and So so, yeah, she was pretty mad too for a minute. Yeah, and And it is because, you know, death is hard on those left living. I've been talking to dead people since I was four or five. They're fine as a rule that really, (laughs) yes, they're those quite not quite over shades, but it's like, I don't have to have space and time. I don't have to have a body. I won't get any wrinkles. I'm good. I can watch the grandkids all at the same time that I'm golfing over here. Exactly. I'm at the pearly gates. I'm reincarnated all at once. Yeah. I, that is how the experience of most are like to me. It's like, okay, so it, it, it's us that have to deal with it, with, you know, our little meat suits, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. Alex still is grieving. It's, it's very new. It's September 28th was, uh, I know I'm going to, I mean, I know it's gonna hard. <laughs> but Did you do a
0: dumb, do a dumb supper? Do you do, do you do a dumb supper? Backwards dinner? Okay, Mm -hmm. it's done all over the world, even some Orthodox Catholic, but not in America and probably not in Mexico. It's a backwards dinner because that shows the other side is from them. And we know the other side's mirror image, it's reverse. So have whatever you want for dinner, casual, dressy, doesn't matter. You could set a place for your deceased loved ones or not, or just a glass. You have to do it backwards. Start with dessert and then you have your main course, and then you end up with your super salad or your appetizers, they will know what's for them. It's like, oh, this is my dinner. It's my dinner. Um, and and they will be there. So talk good, bad. I miss you. I love you. That was great when we did this and that. Somewhere during the dinner, go silent for just a few minutes. That's the dumb of dumb supper. It doesn't mean stupid. It means silent. In, in, in pagan ways, it, you would do it at Samhain, Halloween, and do the whole dinner celebrating the dead. But in, in the Dumb Supper for people crossing over, just a few minutes of silence, Alex. And and she will connect with each of you at the table to your own comfort level and ability. You might sense something, you might feel something, you might hear something, you might just know. And then you start talking about and talk about it. But the most important part is at the end of the dinner, which is the beginning of the dinner, is you have to say goodbye to their fleshly body. Mm. Because that's the thing we can't have back. Again, this meat suit, it was soul lives, spirit lives, science has proven that, spirituality proven, religion proven, but this little meat suit is gone. So if we try to hold on to it, you know, those cords we talk about, cut the cords, no strings attached. We, we use it. We have all these cords between each of us. In living people, it is heart to heart like this. When someone passes, that has to be clipped because now it's third eye cord. So she has to be your spirit mother, not your deceased mother. And you allow that. So it lets them be free So they can know I'm going to be okay. Yes, I'm grieving, but the grieving light. And you could have a much better relationship with a spirit mother than a dead mother that doesn't have a meat suit anymore. It's the most Mm -hmm. beautiful. When I did it for my mom, my mom and I were best friends forever. And I couldn't ever imagine being without her and everybody dies. And she did. And the dumb stuff, it's just, it's so healing for them and Mm -hmm. for everybody and make it fun. Laugh, cry, cry you know, it's fun to eat backwards. It's fun to eat dessert first. And it's for <laughs> Yeah, It's
1: I in my book. It. I just, yeah, I'll, I'm definitely got to get Thank your you book. Patty. Yeah. And yeah. I just cooked, I just made her, you know, one of her favorite things that she used to love that I used to cook and I put it on the altar for her. And, you know, it's, I always do offerings and things, yeah. and that's just something that I'm connected to. And I love cooking and, of course, when I have time and she was a foodie, but she can cook like, mm-hmm. oh my God, like, um, oh, I'm going to miss so many of her, so much of her cooking, but that is so a beauty. I never heard of the backwards dinner. I will take that. Like, dumb thank supper. you so much. You're welcome. It's,
0: yeah, I, it's called a dumb supper. Some people now are calling it a silent supper. Okay. It's, it's always a reverse dinner, but You'll see, it's like a three pages in my book. It's easy, and you can look it up. And there's going to be lots of different ways of doing it. But that, to me, is the best one for someone deceased. And all you have to do, it has to be 40 days or any time after. It could be 40 years after someone passes, but at least 40 days because we do know that's the transition time. Right? It, it's 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 planetary. It's actually this planet from here to there. So like, that's why Noah 40 days, Jesus 40 days, Moses. 40, it's 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 science. It's actually. Uh, planetary. So just 40 days or any time after, cut the, cut these cords, set it up. They'll use your spirit. Your spirit loves. Yeah, you'll see. It's great. And they're there. They are there. My mom was there. It's like that. Eh. You know. Yeah. No, I don't cook as good as you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't cook at all. Um, cook at all.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Love that, Patty. Yeah. Anyway, well, I'm going to have to have you guys back because I want to ask you all sorts of other things. But before I go, tell everybody um, where they can find you, your stores, your website, your book. Tell them about where they can get
1: everything. Yes. Um, our website, first of all, you guys can just Google House of Intuition um, and we'll definitely pop up. Uh, but you can go to our official website at www.houseofintuitionla.com. Um, Our book is called Your Intuition Led You Here, and you can get that on Amazon, you can get it at Burns and Noble, at Target, Walmart, and of course on our website as well, and in our stores and our locations. Um, What's coming new? We're definitely on the verge of looking for new sites, looking for new places. I think that spirit definitely um, is pushing us in that direction, so uh, we would love to see House of Intuition all over the place um, for people to be able to come into. I will say we will have patty's book in all of our locations (laughs) fairly soon yay Uh, thank you merge patty and the house of intuition as we've already been merged by our hearts but we will be merged by our products um and i can't wait patty to see what you create even more um and i would love to also just uh support 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 you are an amazing amazing vessel and thank you. Thank you so much for the work that you do. Yes.
0: Thank you. And believe me, it's the Mutual Admiration Society, because I feel the exact same way about you from the second I met you from your store. I've never recommended anybody more than I have you, your products and everything. So Mutual Admiration, President, Vice President of our clubs. There and you. I am so excited to do your spells. Let me tell you, I'm like, I'm yeah. going to put them to work. Easy. And they're easy. And I don't nobody I can that. not do anything. It's
2: yeah. Yes. It,
0: Take yes. your power back. Just say <laughs> thank you. No thanks.
1: So if anyway, over, every,
0: <laughs> thank you, Alex. Thank you, Marlene. Everybody, check out houseofintuitionla.com. Go to their stores. They're everywhere in the Los Angeles and now Orange County area, but they're everywhere on their online stars. So thank you, Alex. Thank you, Marlene, for visiting the Witching Hour. Thank, thank you, Patty. Mm-hmm.
2: We love you. Thank you. Love all you. Bye. Bye. Bye.